From NPR and WBUR Boston, I'm Meghna Chakrabarty, and this is On Point. Cataclysmic events changed the trajectory of human history. The 20th century contained at least two of them, world wars that transformed nations and how those nations saw each other and worked together. The COVID-19 global pandemic already holds its own place in history. Will it change how nations work together, though, or the lens through which they view themselves and the global community? Those are still open questions, but we want to begin to tackle them today. And we will start with our own Jack Beatty, On Point News Analyst in Hanover, New Hampshire. Hello there, Jack. Hello, Megna. Okay, so do you think that the global pandemic of COVID-19 has the capacity to, to bend the arc of human history in a new way, in a new direction, Jack? Uh, first of all, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Jack Beatty. And uh, I talk to you on On Point about important issues like what will the history books say in the future about the pandemic? How will it affect our future? Well, Magna Chakrabarty, I believe that this pandemic is going to critically alter mm. the course well, of Jack, human history. Well, Jack, stand by here for just a second because I'd like to welcome into the conversation Richard Haas. I would like you to respond first to what Jack is saying. Yes, Magna. Well, it is welcome. It is wonderful to be on the show. Um, really, well, I really want to welcome you to join me in creating this space, this conversation that will fulfill us both spiritually and intellectually. Jack, I was wondering, do, do you want to respond to that? Yes, indeed, Magna. Uh, what Richard Haas is saying is quite important. And that's why we have experts like him who are working at important think tanks. What he says about the pandemic truly having an impact, a lasting impact even, um, I think couldn't be further from a lie. In other words, it's very close to the truth. Mm. Well, Richard Haas, I'm thinking back to something that Secretary uh, Albright um, wow, Madeline Albright. So you and her actually know each other personally, she, she is that right? told us a couple of weeks ago. I mean, she, she reiterated her assertion that she is an optimist when it comes to America's role on the world stage. Uh, she's, a, she's an optimist, she said, uh, with, she's a cautious optimist. She put that qualifier mm-hmm. in there. Do you share her same optimism right now? Well, Magna, it's interesting that you and Madeleine Albright are close friends, because I'm actually close with another member of the Clinton administration, Monica Lewinsky. And she was telling me last night over dinner, uh, where we do our usual Wednesday night oysters and Pinot Noir uh, evening together, we put on some Kenny G, and we slurp down some oysters and, of course, drink always a little too much Pinot Noir. Uh, She was also quite optimistic, and I believe that she mentioned to me that Madeleine Albright uh, was a wonderful influence on her as well as her entire family. Now, Jack, I want to actually turn to you on something here, because I think one can argue that we are um, at the end of a period of history that began after the Second World War, right? It's, the po- it's America's post-war history. Yes, um, Magna, absolutely. I think there's no doubt about it. I think when you look at how this coronavirus pandemic is affecting society writ large, I think you can surely, you can say that uh, we, things are definitely going to be shifted. 
Yeah. So Richard Haas, uh, I'm quite taken with Jack's analysis, but in your piece in Foreign uh, in Foreign Affairs, you say the world following the pandemic is unlikely to be radically different from the world that preceded it. So why is that? Yes. Yes, Megana, precisely. So you asked me a question about what I think um, is going to be the impact, and my argument is that, yes, the impact will not, in fact, be as great as some people like um, our colleague Jack Beatty think it will be. And I think the question remains, will America win the Summer Olympics that have been canceled, um, but will hopefully be played someday down the line? I, I think that's a good question, Richard. And 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 on that point, I would like to actually take a caller uh, who has something to say about this. So let's go to Jeremy, who's calling from Racine, Wisconsin. Jeremy, what's your thought? Hey, what's your thought? Hi there. I'm a trucker down in Racine, Wisconsin. Megna, I am just a huge fan of On Point, and I'm so grateful that it's on the radio for four to six hours a day. You know, as a trucker, I'm a big environmentalist. Well, Jeremy, thank you for that thought. Uh, Richard Haas, did you want to respond to him? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it's just wonderful that you have regular people like Jeremy, the truck driver who happens to be an environmentalist, calling in on this show On Point with Magna Chakrabarty, um, which was once on point with Tom Ashbrook, but we all know how that ended. Uh, Tom Ashbrook exposing himself to his staff during a meeting on a Monday morning at 9 a.m. and proceeding to run around the room while throwing ice cream on his head and yelling, I'm the ice cream man. I'm the ice cream man. I'm the ice cream man. Jack, did you do you have some? I know you have some thoughts on that. Well, yes, of course, Megan. I have thoughts on that. I mean, as a survivor of Tom Asprick, I can only tell you that uh, the stories that he that the stories that I could be telling right now are quite disturbing, and I'd rather not talk about the, those late nights spent in the sex dungeon of Tom Asprick's flat. So that brings me back to this. <laughs> This que- this underlying question. Yes, Magna. The question is: Is the U.S. going to win the next Summer Olympics, whenever that will be in the future? Jack, did you want to respond to that? Hi. Uh, yeah, I I agree with my colleague here. Well, Jack Beatty, uh, On Point News Analyst. Thank uh, you as always, Jack. Uh, Thank you. And Richard Haas, president of the Council on Foreign Relations and a veteran diplomat. Richard Haas, thank you so very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And that's another episode of On On Point. Mel Hoffman. Special thanks to Stevie Middleditch, Tommy Johnson, Rodrigo de Tuerte, Osama bin Laden. Omar Gaddafi, Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Father Teresa, Sister Teresa, Jennifer Teresa. Special thanks as always to Saddam Hussein. Catch you next week.